It's time for From the Short Grass with Trey Shap, a golf podcast for those who love golf, struggle with golf, and just like to enjoy the outdoors and fellowship with friends, all while chasing a ball around trying to put it in a four and a quarter inch diameter hole. From the Short Grass is brought to you by Stevens Incorporated, an independent financial services firm with the freedom to focus on what matters most. Blackman Auctions. For over 80 years, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. We partner with you to deliver high-yield results by managing, developing, and investing in top-quality hospitality assets. And now, from the short grass, here is your host, Trey Schaap. Welcome to another edition of From the Short Grass. I am your host, Trey Schaap. John Rahm comes from seven shots behind to defeat Colin Morikawa by two shots at the Century Tournament of Champions held at the Plantation Course in Kapalua, Hawaii. After a 10-under par 63 in Sunday's final round, John Rahm wins $2.7 million after finishing at minus 27 for the tournament. Colin Morikawa pockets $1.5 million for his second-place finish. Tom Hoagie and Max Homa tied for third. They both took home $840,000. This week, the PGA Tour shifts to the island of Oahu for the Sony Open in Hawaii. Scott Stallings was competing at the Century Tournament of Champions in Maui, and he was in the news before the tournament for a different reason. You see, his master's invitation never made it to him. That's because it went to an Atlanta-based realtor who also has the name Scott Stallings. And oh, by the way, his wife's name is Jennifer, just like the PGA Tour player's wife. So how did this mix-up happen? Well, we will have to let Scott Stallings, the Atlanta-based realtor, give you his side of the story. As for Scott Stallings, the PGA Tour player... He caught up with the Golf Channel. I think it just goes to show the excitement that people have around the tournament, how special it is, and you know, a really cool story and all the comments that people have had of what they would have done and just see people try to show up to the tournament and this and that. I was by no means trying to, you know, you know, do anything disservice to Augusta, just more of a story of the, what what are the odds of that actually taking place of two people with the same name and just how it all worked out. But it would be cool to finally meet him in person and, and say thank you again, and as more than I've already have. Your wife said that you checked the mailbox five times a day. Is that an embellishment? Uh, some days it was to the point of, like, I remember going to the grocery store, which is five minutes from our house, and I checked our mailbox, and I literally grabbed something in the grocery store, and I came back and I checked it again. And that was, like, to the extent of sort of, like, where I was getting. Because I had seen so many posts and this and that and i would get so many texts from my buddies like hey man i'd like to you know see what that looks like and this and that i was like i don't have it and it was just finally like it was just kind of getting to me so anytime i went by my mailbox i stopped by and checked it out how would you have reacted if you had the same name as a pga tour player and lo and behold a master's invitation shows up in your mailbox we're going to hear the story of atlanta-based realtor scott stallings after the break 
Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels, one of our great sponsors here on From the Short Grass. Matthew Allen, Blair Allen, they know how to manage hotel properties. When you're looking for a place to stay, make sure you go to their website, bphotels.com, find one of their managed hotel properties, and you will get a good night of rest. We're back after this. Stay with us. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. You all know by now I'm not a good golfer, but my son loves the game and he and I have been playing more. I've got my score down to, I've quit playing a scramble on every hole. I'm using the bunker rake much less than I used to, and a lot of the time I hit my drives past the women's tee box. All of my success in golf can directly be tied to me listening to From the Short Grass. Without it, I would not be the golfer I am today. Trey, you owe me 20 bucks for that. Trey knows golf, I know auctions. Come see us at blackmanauctions.com. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. With all the decisions you need to make about what to do in El Dorado, finding a place to stay is an easy one. The Haywood is uniquely positioned to make your stay one to treasure. Located in the historic Union Square district of El Dorado, the Haywood offers luxurious accommodations that feature contemporary, colorful rooms with high-quality bedding. Comfortable baths with walk-in showers and a spacious workspace with stylish plantation shutters that are unique additions to the stunning decor in a non-smoking environment. Make the Haywood your home away from home the next time Time you visit El Dorado. Welcome back to this edition of From the Short Grass. So you open up a package that is addressed to you, and on the inside of it is an invitation for you to compete at this year's Masters Tournament at the Augusta National Golf Club. What do you do? You know you're not supposed to be playing in it. You haven't qualified. You haven't played on the PGA Tour. Well, Atlanta-based realtor scott stallings had that happen to him how did he respond to it you're about to find out on the tee atlanta-based realtor scott stallings scott welcome to uh from the short grass now when i started this podcast i envisioned one day having scott stallings on but i didn't envision it would be this scott stallings <laughs> <laughs> well much to your surprise yeah it was so let, let's go back. You are a golfer. You play the game. When did you first pick up a golf club? Oh, I was probably in my early 20s. Um, and it, you know, didn't start off too good. Didn't have any lessons, formal lessons. So I just picked it up with playing with other guys. So, And you play now regularly? Not regularly. We've, uh, our past couple of years, especially with COVID, has just been busy. We're both in the real, my wife and I are both in the real estate business. So that has kept us quite busy over the past couple of years. So, so I guess you were pretty shocked when you got that, uh, FedEx package that had a nice, uh, should we say a particular green tip to it when you <laughs> opened it up? And it was a very familiar green being in Atlanta. You are very familiar with the, uh, the master's logo and, uh, so, yes, it was pretty shocking when we actually saw it. So did your wife see it first or did you see it? How did it how did it transpire? Well, it was so interesting because we just bought this condo in August and uh, love St. Simon. And it's as a vacation rental. It's been been, you know, occupied for the past several months. And there was actually an opening for New Year's in the first week of New Year's. So we decided to come down New Year's Eve. And um, so typically what we do is she gets out, goes to the front door, opens it up, and I start bringing bags in. And as soon as she gets to the door, there's a, uh, it's actually a UPS envelope, not FedEx. We might have gotten that screwed up early. But uh, she said it was addressed to me. So she rips it open and she explodes. She's like, oh, my gosh, 
we just got invited to to the Masters, thinking that it was tickets, not an invitation to play. And so uh, we got excited because we've it's been a dream, a bucket list dream of ours, and uh, we've never secured tickets. And uh, so we thought that's what it was. Uh, but then we thought, why would it be coming here to this address when we've been doing the request from our Atlanta address? So when she looked at it further, it said, no, it's not to 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 go to the Masters, it's to play in the Masters and compete. And we're like, oh, okay. Well, I knew right away that it wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm sure the excitement initially of the fact that, hey, we're going to get to go to the Masters, I'm sure you were floored. Oh, we were floored. And I mean, how? what a way to uh, end the, the year with the uh, invitation to go to the Masters. It was, it was, we were very excited for a very short time. So after you realize that, okay, this is not for just tickets to go to the Masters, you're not a, you know, like a practice round badge or a, a round badge on, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. This right. is meant to, as an invitation, sent out by the club with the yeah. uh, signature of Chairman Fred Ridley on it. Yes. That, okay, something's wrong here. Oh, gosh, something's very wrong. So, but it really didn't take me too long uh, to figure out that it was for the golfer Scott Stallings, who I followed uh, regularly on, on his tour. So I knew it was to him, but why, you know, then I had glimpses of, well, you know, I have an ID that says Scott Stallings. I have an invitation that says Scott Stallings. Maybe I can get through the front doors. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe maybe you could show up and and just see what happens. Did you did how how long did that go through your mind? Oh, pretty short because my wife kind of shook me into reality. <laughs> What'd she say to you? <laughs> She's like, "No, this needs to go to the right Scott Stallings." <laughs> yeah, because... but we did we did dream for a short time. It was uh, it was fun. And and how far did you get in that dream? Oh, uh, I think she slapped me out of it in about 10 minutes. <laughs> so you finally reached out to the real Scott Stallings and he reciprocated. Well, initially he, when we sent the, the direct message through Instagram, uh, we put as much information we could to saying, Hey, my name is also Scott Stallings. My wife is also named Jennifer. Um, and he replied with a ha 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 emoji like this isn't real. So we looked at each other and was like, he doesn't believe us. So we decided let's take pictures of all of the material, the the invitation, the envelope, the letter from the chairman, everything. And then when we finally sent that to him, uh, I think he caught on that this was a real deal. And he was very appreciative, I would assume. Oh, very. So I left my phone number uh in the message and he actually did call us that night but we had our phones on do not disturb after 8 p.m this call came in at 9 15 and uh so it wasn't until the next morning that i listened to the message and he finally reached out so i didn't realize that he was in hawaii playing in a tournament and he's seven hours behind so he finally called us about 11 o'clock in the morning we connected my wife was on the phone with his wife and uh it was, you know, we, we, we cleared up the uh, confusion and he was very excited that he actually did get the invitation and that I was going to mail it to him the next day. So, yeah, you went to uh, the store there, UPS store, you mailed him the invitation that originally right. came, came to you. And then it's my understanding that he has reached out even since then that he's gotten the invitation. 
that uh, he's... well, I, it's it's not in hand yet. He's he's in uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. Okay, this is went to his home address in Tennessee. I'm actually tracking it as we speak to make sure that <laughs> I'll get a notification that it has been delivered. Okay, and then he has reached out though, and I believe he's invited you and your wife to Augusta for the Masters. <laughs> Absolutely. He's been very gracious. We were not expecting this and not asking for it, but he's invited us to go to the uh, two practice rounds on Monday and Tuesday and take us both out to dinner uh, Monday night with his wife. How about that? I'm sure you're looking forward to that. So in a way, we pretty much won the lotto. Has anybody from Augusta National reached out to you at all? (laughs) Yeah, that's a common question that has been asked, and no, they haven't. Uh, and I really don't expect them to. Um, I don't. I think this is one they just want to let go away. When you get to Augusta and you go to that Monday practice round, what are you most looking forward to? Oh, just from everybody I've heard that has has gone to the Masters, they just said you'll be in awe and just how every grass is in line, every just the. The, the people, everybody's so nice. Um, I, I'm just wanting to lay my eyes on it. Um, I've heard so much about it, but, you know, it's, it's like a golden ticket trying to get into Willy Wonka's fa- chocolate factory. It doesn't happen to everybody. No, you're exactly right. I've had the fortune one time of being able to go uh, 2013, a Tuesday practice round. I will tell you, Make sure your credit card is not maxed out. Make sure you have plenty of money because <laughs> when you go to the merchandise tent, you're going to want to spend a lot of money. I know. That's what I hear. So, yes, uh, I'll, I'll make sure that is clear. So, Is there a particular hole or particular location that you want to go see? Uh, Amen's Corner. Why is that? Oh, I don't know. I just heard so much about it. And it's like one of the holes that, uh, you know, can make or break you. When you meet Scott Stallings in person for the first time, what do you think Scott Stallings will tell Scott Stallings? (laughs) Uh, I just think he's appreciative that this all came about. Um, I don't think he was expecting the, uh, you know, this to explode as much as it has. So, um, no, I, I, from what I could tell, he's just a super nice guy. I'm excited to meet his wife as well. My wife's excited to meet him. Um, I think it'll just be a great uh, opportunity to get to know each other. What have some of your friends said? Have you been in contact with them about this? Have they been like? I, I haven't reached out to. I haven't reached out to them. Uh, they've reached out to me, and everybody's looking for tickets. Like I have any power over that whatsoever. Um, it's like I, I don't think you understand. I'm being invited. I don't have that kind of pull. They were probably saying, "Hey, you're Scott Stallings. The invitation was mailed to you. You can take guests if you want, right?" Well, all right. Well, you know, even in the letter from the chairman, it says how many how many tickets you get and how many you can buy extra. So I don't know. Maybe there's some opportunity there, but I'm not going to hold my breath. What else was in that letter? Did it tell you about procedures as to how to pick up your courtesy car? Oh, else? yeah. I mean, it, it was very detailed and very laid out. Um, you know what you do when you first get there, where to go, uh, you know, food options, uh, you name it. It's in there. So. I mean, you could have been driving down Magnolia Lane, and yet you're going to have to go in a pedestrian entrance. Now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I might still try to, you know, use my ID. Maybe I can get in anyway. Maybe you could ask Scott on Monday night dinner that, hey, Tuesday morning, let's just ride together to the course. Well, that's an option. I'll I'll, I'll bring that up for sure. 
All right. Now, if Scott Stallings happens to win the Masters this year, how gratifying would it be for you, Scott Stallings? That would be the icing on the cake. I mean, in fact, I've I've said it in a couple of interviews that my prediction is he will win the he will win the Masters this year. Yeah, I mean that would it be would pretty, be a Cinderella story, wouldn't it? I would say it would be a Cinderella story. I I believe that you're going to have a lot of media around you on Monday, <laughs> Tuesday while you're there. They're going to find you. They're going to find you out, and they want to. They're going to want to do interviews with you at Augusta National. Well, that's great, but I tell you what, I just hope uh, his fan base has increased, and I hope he he's got a lot more backers than he did yesterday. Are you gonna Are you gonna start playing more now that you received an invitation to the Masters? <laughs> I think so. I'm, I'm gonna have to dust off my clubs. I haven't played in, a, in just a little while, so it's uh, definitely a motivation to get back out there. Is there anybody in particular that you want to go watch when you're there for those two practice rounds besides uh, Scott Stallings? Uh, uh, maybe Jordan Spieth, uh, I don't know, Tiger, if he's going to be there, but, uh, I think the new champion is going to be Scott Stallings. That's who I'm watching. So you are a real estate agent in Atlanta, Georgia, yes. right? Right. I'm with the Atlanta Fine Home Sotheby's International. So anybody that's listening to this podcast and wants to find a home <laughs> in Atlanta, call Scott. Scott please, please yeah. give me a call. I'll be call Scott Stallings. <laughs> exactly. Go. The Stallings team is what we're located. There you go. Uh, Scott, your best golf course you've ever played? Um, we used to live out in Las Vegas, and we played Bears Best out there, which was really nice. Um, okay. uh, my my in-laws used to have a uh, house down at Great Waters at Reynolds Plantation in Edenton, uh, which is only an hour away from Augusta. So the course is beautiful there, and it's a Bears, one, of, one of Bears' courses. So, Have you tried to get tickets to the masters tickets to view yes i mean we've tried the lotto a couple times but i, I hear you know it is really like the lottery you have a one in a billion chance to get, get it in yeah I, I get those emails every year since i got the one that said you've been granted this but now it's like sorry no luck yeah. try again next uh, year yeah well i have a good friend uh, that works with us um he's been going for 50 years in a row uh, and his parents had the tickets, but they just passed away, and now his tickets are gone. Oh no! Yeah, he, so this is the first. This is the first year he's not attended in fifty years, with the exception of COVID. Has he even reached out to you? Uh, yes, he's he's told me what to expect. So, uh, uh, so it's been. I have a lot of resources of people that have gone, so that's going to be very helpful. All right, another question for you. This off the subject of uh, the Masters, but a fantasy foursome, you and three others, living or deceased, that you could play golf with, and I'm going to have to throw out you can't pick Scott Stallings because you're going to get to see him. <laughs> oh, Lord, yeah, you, you put me on the hook. Uh, Jack Nicholas. Um, oh, heck, you caught me off guard here. Tiger <laughs> Woods, I would have to say. Yeah. Um, and maybe Jordan Spieth. Uh, that'd be know. pretty good. Yeah, maybe maybe around at Augusta. Exactly, that would be awesome. So. Well, Scott Stallings, I hope you have a great time at the Masters this year, <laughs> and um, I hope meeting Scott Stallings will be all that uh, it looks like it's going to be. And I, I hope think it lives so. Up to the hype, I, I'm sure it will. Well, thank you so much for coming on from the short grass, and 
best of luck in everything. And uh, we'll be following your story when you go to Augusta. <laughs> Good deal. Thank you. Enjoyed being here. What a crazy story. And how about Scott Stallings finally getting to go to the Masters and actually going to sit down and have dinner with PGA Tour player Scott Stallings. Blackman Auctions, one of our great sponsors here on From the Short Grass. Thomas Blackman, he knows auctions just like Scott Stallings knows Atlanta Realty. Thomas Blackman and Blackman Auctions could sell your home here in Arkansas. Find them on the web, blackmanauctions.com. Since 1938, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. We're back after this. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. This is Thomas Blackman with Blackman Auctions. The economy is changing slowly but surely. The market is slowing down in a gradual slide. Not an emergency yet, the sky is not falling, but a change is coming. When times are good, auctions make buyers compete to buy at the highest market value. When the economy gets tough, auctions force buyers to make a purchase decision. Either way, auctions get the highest return for a seller and a strong deal for a buyer. With an experienced auction company, it's a simple process. Go to BlackmanAuctions.com for more information. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Heading to El Dorado to check out some live music or to play Mystic Creek? Stay at the Haywood, the only boutique hotel in the middle of downtown and the Murphy Arts District. If you are spending a weekend in Hot Springs, make plans now at the Marriott Courtyard close to Lake Hamilton and Oakwan. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group manages both of these fine properties and you will rest easy knowing that your every need is taken care of. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels on the web at bphotels.com. Welcome back to this edition of From the Short Grass. On the tee with our rules segment, here's PGA Master Professional Adam Carney. Adam, this question comes in from Patrick in McKinney, Texas. He asks, what is the proper time allowed to hit a golf shot and to play around? Uh, well, it was up to me. It would be a lot shorter, but <laughs> <laughs> probably most people. So You don't like to wait. Yeah, I hate slow play. Can't stand it. You know, th- uh, those – times are established by a committee uh by the committee itself so we hear a lot of times that you know a group is on the clock or or whatever there are a lot of things that go into creating what we call time par if you will um which is the amount of time that it's expected for you know a group to play 18 holes of golf or to play a shot so um i can speak to and and it varies a lot um i can speak to pga of america from the last time i worked an event um what we do was set a certain amount of minutes that a group had to play a hole and Um, that was each hole yes but it would be pretty consistent for a par three par four and a par five so you know a par three may be eight minutes a par four maybe 11 minutes a par five maybe 13 or 14 minutes who, who knows it, it's I, I i'm sure i've got it behind me here on my bookshelf the the time par from one of the pga championships i was at but so we have that as one of the factors and then we have the amount of time that a player has to play a stroke and that's going to vary based on whose turn it is to play first second third 
accordingly. So if you talk about a group getting put on the clock, first of all, they have to be over that time par. Um, they have to be out of contact with the group in front of them. So out of contact would be on a par three, you arrive at the tee and the group in front of you has already left the teeing ground of the next hole. Um, on a par four, you get to the tee and the group in front of you is on the tee at the next hole. Or on a par five, you get to the tee and the group in front of you is on the green. And that can be tweaked a little bit mm -hmm. because what, what par fives aren't reachable in two anymore, right? So, so you, you've got to be out of contact. You have to be over your time par. And that's when a group is going to get put on the clock. So a lot of players, especially on the tour, at the tour level, you know, an official will come and say, hey, look, your, your group is on the clock. Um, and that's because the group as a whole has lost contact with the group in front of them and they're over time par. Now, I can tell you at every major championship and probably pretty much every tour event, they're always over time par. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. In that case, as long as you're staying up with a group in front of you, you're going to be fine because an official won't put you on the clock if you're standing on the tee on a par four and right. the, the guys in front of you you know, are just walking up to the green, you're fine. Um, but the official has doesn't know what player is slow. So the group gets put on the clock. So that's what they're doing is they're timing each person individually. Now we go to, okay, how much time is it taking each player to play a stroke? So the guideline to play from the teeing ground, let's say we're on a par three, four, or five, you know, the first person has 45 seconds to, to put the ball in the air. Then the next player has... 40 seconds and then the following player has 40 seconds then when they walk to their balls or ride to their balls whatever the situation may be whose ever turn it is to play first has 45 seconds the second player has 40 40 so it, it reduces the time and maybe it's 35 maybe it's 30 different associations have different mm -hmm. you know different guidelines at the green, it's going to be at or around the green. So if you have a ball that's slightly off the green, that person's going to have 45 seconds. Each subsequent player is going to have less time to play their stroke, even if that ball's on the green. So when a player gets a bad timing, that means they went over. So if your group is on the clock, let's say you and I are, let's just say it's the two of us and, our, and we're on the clock. If I get a bad timing, I've got 45 seconds to hit a shot and I take one minute and 17 seconds. I might come up to them after they've played the shot. Hopefully they've hit a decent shot <laughs> and say, hey, just, just want you to know that second shot you just hit, you had a bad timing on it. And I'll just walk away. You know, sometimes they'll chase you down and go, wait, 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 wait. You know, just, hey, look, I just want you to know you had, had a bad timing. This is your warning. Off you go. And the rules will stipulate what, what the penalties are. So um, if you get a second bad timing, typically it's one stroke penalty. A third is going to be a two-stroke and a fourth could be disqualification and those penalty those those timings or, or warnings continue until that group goes off the clock so let's say i have a bad timing and i get warned and we go to the next hole neither one of us have a bad timing but we're still not in position right right we're, we're you still haven't caught of, up to the group we're in still front out of, of contact with the group in front of us we're still on the clock and now all of a sudden we're playing and you have a bad timing on this next hole. You know, the official's going to come up and say, hey, Trey, just want you to know your third shot there, you had a bad timing. This is your warning. If we finish that hole, we're still out of contact. But we both had warnings. We, we both had warnings. And we go and play the next hole, no bad timings. And we get up 
and now we're back in contact and we go off the clock, we're good. Next hole, we fall behind again. Now, we're back, on come, the clock. we're back on the clock. Official comes and tells us we're back on the clock. And I take a minute and seven seconds to hit my second shot into a hole. He's going to come tell me, Adam, you just had a bad timing. That's a one-stroke penalty. Okay? So the, the warnings and, and... They don't go away. They don't go away. No, typically not. Only for that round, though. Correct. Now, to answer the question, what's a fair amount of time? I would say 45 seconds um, is plenty of time. Now, Some can s- play in 20. S- yeah, some li- I can. Some, some listening to this may watch a, a tour event and go, okay, well, that guy took way over the time. You can take as much time as you want if you're not on the clock. Yeah. Um, if your group's not out of position – shoot you can take as long as you want to and some do it because of where they are position wise because they're trying to pace themselves yeah Bernhard longer was infamously a very slow player you know the pga tour set up a fine structure i don't want to say it was because of him but i would say he was a huge factor in that <laughs> where they you know they would they would start with an initial fine of i don't remember to say two thousand dollars i'm sure it's a lot more now but and i remember Bernhard longer being interviewed about it he said you know i have to pay to travel I have to pay for a hotel. These are all costs of doing business, and this is what I do as a business. So if I get a fine for slow play, but I win, it's a cost it's of doing worth business. It. Yeah, you know. So I kind of heard that and thought, okay, I don't want to play with you. <laughs> <laughs> He's won a lot, though. He <laughs> has won a lot. So there's no easy answer to the question other than to say the committee can set up a structure. Patrick, great question. Thanks for uh, listening to the podcast, and thanks for sending in your question. If you've got a question on the rules of golf, send us an email from the shortgrass at gmail.com. That will do it for this edition of From the Short Grass. Remember, when you find your ball mark on the green, fix it and a couple of more. And I hope to see you sometime soon from the short grass. You've been listening to From the Short Grass, a weekly podcast dedicated to the game of golf. This has been a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network.